right, welcome back, everyone. Real Sports Talk. I'm here with Corey, man. We in the building. Um, just talking about sports, man. That's what this is all about, man. Real Sports Talk. We're going to try to keep it real with y'all. Uh, everything we do, we try to keep it real, keep it 100. Um, we was talking about NBA basketball in this episode, man. And we're going to jump right back into it. Um, but when we go into it, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Free agency coming up. So uh, let's let's talk about this. Uh, got some big name free agents on the market. Of course, uh, two of them are injured right now. Um, one of them definitely going to be re-signing with the Warriors, Clay Thompson. So we're going to keep him off the list. But we're going we're gonna to throw out some names. Uh, we're going to give out five names, five superstars or stars, basically, all-stars, and we're going to see where they should go. We're going to start off with, of course, the top guy on the market right now, and no, it's not who everybody thinks it is. <laughs> the top guy on the market right now just won the championship in Toronto. His name is Kawhi Leonard. They call him the Claw. Oh. Where do you where do you think Kawhi, who you say is the best player right now, I say best player that was in the playoffs. I'm gonna leave it at that. But Kawhi Leonard, the top <sighs> player on the free agent market, where do you think he should go? Honestly, I think Kawhi should stay in Toronto because he's shown he can get the job done being the first option. He's, I mean, they surrounded him with you know good role players. Um, and, you know, they show, you know, they have what it takes to build a team around him. And so, I mean, if you Kawhi, why leave? I mean, if he, <laughs> if he resigns, it's like, uh, I saw something interesting on Twitter from this uh, reporter. He said that, you know, in 2021, that they'll have a max contract slot open. And that 2021 free agency class will be Giannis, it will be Bradley Bill, it will be McCullum, it will be Rudy Gobert, and I think I'm missing another name. But, um, I mean, so, yeah, it's like, why leave? Um, so, also, they would have enough to bring, well, to keep Van Vliet and Siakam and Kawhi. And... So yeah, why why leave if you Kawhi? I mean, you already a uh, a legend down there, well up there. You already a legend. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, up, you are up, up, up there. <laughs> you already you already a legend. I mean, you see what they doing for you. Uh, and like he said, board man gets paid. I mean, <laughs> you, <laughs> you see him. He he was the best player in the playoffs. I think. Right. I think. I think right now at this very moment, yes, LeBron is my favorite player, but right now at this very moment, he is the best player right now. But, you know, I think, well, that's another topic for another day, but (laughs) I think Kawhi, you know, I think he should just stay. I I happen to agree with you on that when they got the perfect pieces around them. Um, If everybody stays healthy or close to healthy, um, and they put some of those young guys into the rotation, I think they have a chance to repeat as the champs, um, depending on, on what other teams do around them. Uh, of course, you got the AD to LA thing. You got the Warriors who are trying to come back healthy and try to 
get back on that title chase. Um, you got the Rockets who kind of deal with some dysfunction right now, but try to fix that up. Um, and you got uh, Milwaukee on their side, Milwaukee and Philly. Milwaukee trying to um, find some more pieces to put around Giannis. Philly trying to figure out what they're going to do with somebody who can't shoot the basketball and, and a big man who's uh, been getting shut down by Al Horford for the last couple of years. So, um, they got they got some things that they need to figure out. So, But I think Kawhi definitely fits in Toronto. Um, you got somebody like you mentioned, Siakam, who looks like he could develop into an all-star. Kyle Lowry, who um, <laughs> how he's an all-star, I'm, I'm still not sure, but he's a decent player. Um, he showed up in the finals. I will give him that. Uh, Van Fleet showed that he can be a key rotational piece. Mm-hmm. If they can hold on to Serge Ibaka, um, that's another piece that that they can build around. Um, wonder if they'll bring back Mark Gasol or not. Um, but he was a key piece for them as well, especially on the defensive end um, when they when they had to go up against the likes of Milwaukee and Brooke Lopez or um, Philly with Joel Embiid. He was he was a good piece to have. So uh, they got some good players. They got another one who was hurt, OG Ananobi. Oh yeah. Uh, when he when he's fully healthy next year, they can get him back into the rotation as well. Um, if they re-sign Danny Green, you got another three and D type player. Uh, to play on the wing uh, next to Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard. So I think that team is set up nicely. They can make another run in the East. Uh, I don't know. I probably would call them the favorites right now. Yeah, they're depending the favorites. On, depending on what the Lakers do with their roster and what Golden State does to rebuild their bench. So I would probably say if we're looking at it right now, they are the favorites for the 2020 championship with Kawhi back on the roster. So, uh, as far as Kawhi, we got that one covered. Next up, we go to the the next best player on the market, the one who shouldn't have been playing in the finals, <sighs> but he decided to play for some reason and messed himself up even further. Uh, KD, Slim Reaper. I don't know why he don't like that nickname. That's one of the coldest nicknames. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> but the man who, who can step on Rucker Park and drop 66. Mm. Um, so uh, where, where do you think he should go as, as far as him as a player? I know he's going to be sitting out for a year with the Achilles injury, but where do you think he should sign? I think he should just re-sign with the Golden State Warriors. However, me, me personally, I want him to go to his own team whether that's, like, the Knicks or something like that. But I don't think that's going to happen. But I think he should, you know, re-sign with the Warriors. But, you know, he's not going to play next year. So you got to be looking at it at that. But, I mean, anytime you have a chance to sign Kevin Durant, I don't care if he's coming off injury or not. It's still Kevin Durant, arguably the best player in the NBA, went healthy, top three at the least, uh, the greatest scorer to ever touch the hardwood, hardwood court of all time. Up, up, other than Jordan, I, I will, I would put him number two behind Jordan. Let me stop. Okay. I will put, I will put him number two behind Jordan. But I do think he's the second greatest small forward of all time. And yes, he's better. <laughs> he is better than <laughs> that white boy 
here you who, go. Who called another man with a bald head God when they was playing against each mm-hmm. other? But we not going we not gonna get into all that. But man, go, but yeah, but like I oh yeah, and Celtics fans, if y'all gonna come on my mentions with that BS, no, I ain't gonna say not. nothing. But anyway, this is this is episode one, and you want Celtics fan attacking you already? <laughs> nah, oh, okay, okay, but chill, but chill. But no, nah, um, but oh yeah, his resume speaks for itself, man. Uh, two time, two time Finals MVP. I mean, I don't need to go on about the scoring titles, nothing like that. Um, but yeah, you seen, you seen, you know, what type of player he is throughout his whole years. I mean, the man can score anywhere, anywhere. I mean, so it's like you just got to see what he looks like when he comes back off the injury. But uh, I would definitely throw a max at him. Right. My my thing is, I I would love to see him go back to go back to the Warriors because I think he fits in perfectly there. He's automatically once he steps onto the court, he's their best player. Uh, I don't care who disagrees with that. He is. We saw it in the finals. Um, but. Everybody seems to think he wants to go to New York, which wouldn't be a bad move for his career outside of basketball. But on the court, I don't know how much that Knicks team would win um, just with him. But you team him up with R.J. Barrett, they could be something um, within the next two or three years, um, especially with guys like Kevin Knox and Dennis Smith Jr. on the team as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could be something if he comes back um, even at 90% of what KD was before he got hurt. That's still one of the best players in the NBA. Um, but what about this? What if he ends up going to – decides to leave Golden State and ends up on a team like Philly? What oh, do you think man. That? that would be dangerous. Um, that would – man, that's dangerous. That would That would help out Philly big time because Ben Simmons, you know you can't shoot. I mean, we we gonna call it what it is. We gonna keep it a buck on here. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Embiid, his health, we don't know. We can't always depend on him. But if you insert Kevin Durant into that. I mean, that's like. I mean, that's like. I mean, come on, man. That's like. I mean, that, that's, that's 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 a crazy team right there. You got Ben Simmons playing point guard at six ten, and he could defend. You got Kevin Durant at seven feet. He can, can shoot and over defend. anybody yep. and score from anywhere on the court. And then you got a 7-2 Embiid in the middle who, when he's healthy and when his head is on right, he can dominate the game in ways that a lot of big men can't. So can't, yeah. that, would, that would be something interesting to see. I, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but that would be, that would be something I would, I would like to see. Yep. Kevin Durant going to Philly and see how that would work out. That would I would love to see it. Yeah, that 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 would be interesting, but uh, that would be very interesting. But I mean, I just I think he'll end up uh, will go to state again, uh, and you know, it's going to be very interesting to see how this whole thing plays out. Uh, but I think I think KD man, I'm as a fan, I'm mad because you know I can't watch greatness, uh, but. I wish he wouldn't have played in the finals, but you know how Katie is. He cares what other people think, and you know, just calling yeah. him soft and uh, cupcake, and they didn't respect him because of the move and and basically 
they just ignored all his accolades with the Warriors. You know, his two-time Finals MVPs, they ignored that because he's on the Warriors. And they feel like that's a stacked deck. But, um, I mean, he didn't have any to me. I mean, the guy resume is already set. I mean, um, yeah, he's second best small forward of all time. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, um, <laughs> but um, that, that that's just how I feel about KD. Like you said, <laughs> at the Rucker, it's KD at the Rucker. I mean, anytime he step on a court, I mean, the man could explode at any time. So yeah, so it, it is what it is. But we will we gonna see. How he looks coming off the Achilles injury. All right, let's let's move on from from those top two because it's a it's a drop off. People people may not like it, but it's a drop off after that top two. Um, if he was healthy and he wasn't going back to the Warriors, uh, Clay Thompson would definitely be in the number three spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but since we know for sure that he's going to be re-signed with that team. Which I don't blame him. You don't break that up. That backcourt is legendary. Yep. Um, he's one of the greatest shooters of all time. Top two. I think he's the purest shooter ever. I ain't gonna say he's the greatest shooter, but he's the purest shooter. That that shooting form is is second to none. Mm-hmm. If, if anybody's gonna if anybody's gonna take that spot, it's gonna be Ray Allen. Um, but outside of that, his shooting form is. I mean, you're not gonna get somebody who can go off of thirty seven. Um, in one quarter and then 60 in three quarters um, like like Clay. Uh, so he would be number three if he wasn't hurt and he wasn't going back to the Warriors. But since he's re-signing, we're going to skip over him and go to the guy that Boston fans hate right now. Um, <laughs> they say he ruined the team. He's the cause of that demise and all this other stuff. I don't want to hear that. He got, <laughs> he got a championship. That's all that matters to him. And he wants to have his own team, which I don't like that ego, but it's oh, understandable. Uh, so, Kyrie Irving, where do you think he should go? Um, I think as a fan, you know, of course I want to see Kyrie link back up with LeBron. Oh, my God. But. No. I don't but, but, but I think he's going to end up in Brooklyn. He wants to be close to uh, home. Jersey boy, shout out to Jersey. That's home. But anyway, um, <laughs> that, uh, he wants to be close to Jersey. Um, but I mean, like you said, he wants his own team. Um, the whole Kyrie thing with the Celtics. Uh, I mean, he's not really as much as I like Kyrie. I don't think it's tough for me to say this. And I and I'm and I don't want to regret saying it. <laughs> but no, no, be a man, dog. But hey. he can't be your best player on the championship team. Like the first option. He can't because Why are you going out there? Because Ooh, he's a, he's a scorer. He's a like what he do, he's a great scorer. But when he's not scoring, how else can he? that game. Like, it's only so many players in the NBA who can be best players on the championship team. And we already know the main ones. But with Kyrie, it's he's such a great scorer, a killer in the clutch. Like, that's what that's 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 what make him him. But far as like being the best player on the championship team, I don't think he can do that because he's not really 
a good defender. He's got better with Boston. Well, he got better with Boston, but he's still not a good defender. But he's capable of passing. Um, he also got better passing with Boston, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but as far as, like, you know, being a good leader, I don't think he's a good leader because he affected the Boston Celtics. He affected the chemistry, or not chemistry, but the uh, development with uh, Tatum and Brown, I feel like, because, you know, he's he's a ball stopper. But um, needless to say, even though he played bad in the playoffs, well, not bad, bad, but it wasn't a Kyrie-esque type of playoff run, the team around him, they didn't play good either. So, I mean – you know, I think he deserves the slander, but you got to look at the other pieces. What Celtics fans like Tatum, um, <laughs> Jalen Brown, uh, uh, Marcus Morris. He played. He played good. Um, you know, uh, Horford. I don't think he played as good as the playoffs before these last ones. Um, but yeah, uh, Hayward. I mean, good guy. That man was looking like a liability out there. Um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. But, I mean, that's just how I feel with Kyrie. But he had his best season with LeBron, so why not go back to LeBron? But, but yeah, I, that, that's that's my take on Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie, I, I think it's just all about done, wrapped up, him going to Brooklyn. I, I for one... I might be in the real minority here, but I do not want to see him play on the same team. Oh, my God. Uh, I think he ruined that uh, because his ego is much too big for his his age. Well, it was much too big for his age. I don't know if he calmed it down a little bit right now. I don't know if he thinks he's something that he's not. I believe Kyrie thinks he's that level of player that Kevin Durant is, but – He's a couple notches below that. Um, I mean, if you say Kevin Durant would have left LeBron and been like, you know what, I want to have my own team, I'd have been like, hey, that's fine. Yeah, you Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you that guy, you big time. But Kyrie, let's let's tone it down a little bit. You broke up the team even when LeBron stood up for you and went to management, told him not to trade you. You still had that ego. Of you know what, well, it's time for me to move away because I can't handle everything that comes with playing on a team with LeBron James. I don't think AD's gonna have that same problem in LA. Um, AD's just gonna play basketball. That's that's what he wants to do. He wants to win a ring. Um, Kyrie has his ring. Uh, he wants his own team. I understand that. I don't want to see him back on the same team with LeBron. Uh, I think Brooklyn is right now is the best fit for him and. They can go ahead and build around them. They had a solid team last year, but um, go ahead and build around Kyrie or get him some help. Um, if you want to get another, uh, try to get another number one guy, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kyrie in Brooklyn is probably the best best match for best, right now. Yeah, best case scenario, uh, yeah. Let's go to the fourth guy on the list. A lot of people going to say, oh, well, somebody should have been higher. I don't think they should. Uh, right now, we're going to go with the guy who left Philly. Um, Jimmy B, where do you think he should sign? Hmm. L.A. 
Why is that? Why is why is LA the best place for him? From a basketball standpoint, he is one of the best two-way players in the game. And like I said earlier, they need more two-way players. He Jimmy Butler plays with a lot of heart. Hell of a defender. You know, he's a good offensive player. You know, I mean, it's, it's Jimmy Buckets. I mean, come on now. But <laughs> it's, it's Jimmy Buckets. Um, he's going to play with a lot of heart. He's going to bring um, – and, you know, he's played with, with the Bulls. He's played with the Timberwolves. He's played with Philly. I feel like he's at the stage in his career. It's like, okay, I need – I want a championship. I mean, so why not link up with two top five players and form a – a, a, a great big three, and you know, I feel like LA could be a good place for him. Um, whether, whether you know, I would throw the max at him if I was LA, I wouldn't, but I'm just saying, as far as for him, I would go to LA. Well, the thing, the thing about Jimmy is he's played on some, some good teams, um, but the thing about the thing that I've noticed with Jimmy is the best players that he's played with have all been injury prone. Mm-hmm. His best player in Chicago, D Rose injured all the time. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate. Cause he was dominant mm-hmm. before the injury. True. Uh, got to the Timberwolves um, best player on that team at, at that time. Um, if you want to say Carl Anthony Towns, he wasn't because when Jimmy was there, Carl Anthony Towns was playing like crap. Uh, <laughs> best player at that time was probably Jeff Teague or Andrew Wiggins. And Wiggins was hurt for for a point in time as well. Inconsistent, uh, too. Yeah. So you, you get him to Philly, the best player on that team is always hurt. And he comes up soft in big-time moments. I don't know how you seven two and come up soft against Al Horford. I have no idea, uh, but he he did it, and he has a fragile ego. He he attacks players who he knows he can get control over, but when people don't talk back and they just play on the court and show him that oh your your antics not gonna really affect me, he comes up small. We've seen that. Um, so his two best players that he's played with have been injury prone. LeBron and AD are going to be the best players he's ever teamed up with by far. By far. He's probably going to get two better teammates in his career. And then if you think about it, LeBron is getting ready to turn 35. When he steps away, if you still have Jimmy, let's say LeBron steps away at 38, um, that would make Jimmy, what, 32, 33? Mm -hmm. Um, At that point, you still have Jimmy and AD to build around. AD is still 29. He's still technically in his prime. So you still got a 33-year-old Jimmy B who can who's still going to be able to go get buckets. It's Jimmy. Like we we know that his defense might fall off a little bit, but he's still going to be a great number 2 option to the number 1 AD. Like that's that's one of the things. Um me personally, I don't know if LA is going to go get him. I would like to see that happen. Um there's been a lot of talk about him possibly going to the Rockets. Um, they trying to get three up out of there. I don't know how they going. I have no idea how they're going to move that contract. CP3 has a top three worst contract in the NBA. 
why the Rockets decided to give him that contract, I have no idea. The worst contract in the NBA still goes to John Wall. Oh, hold on, no. We're gonna John t- we, Wall we, 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 we gonna touch on that. We're gonna touch on that later. But go John ahead. Wall has the worst contract in the NBA. Nobody wants to touch that contract, and he's not gonna live up to that contract. CP3 is not gonna live up to his contract either. Earlier in his career, if he got this level contract, then I'd have been like, okay, uh, like New Orleans CP3. Oh yeah, I'd have been fine with him having this contract. He was CP3 in New Orleans was a dominant player on both ends of the floor. He's not that anymore. Um, but if if they do decide to move CP3 some way, somehow, and end up getting Jimmy Buckets to pair with James Harden, that wouldn't be bad. Now, how Jimmy goes about dealing with James Harden, um, who's not really going to play any defense, I don't know if Jimmy would like that, but Jimmy is outspoken. So, um, maybe he would turn that team around. They'd have some good defenders with him and PJ Tucker, um, and they're still trying to move Clint Capella, um, who's basically a limited player um, outside of rebounding and catching lobs. So um, the Rockets would be a good fit for him. Um, there's some other teams out there who could be good fits for him, but I think LA is probably. L.A. or Portland is probably the best fits for Jimmy Butler. Mm, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And now we get to number five, the last player we're going to talk about in free agency, one who is trying to be loyal to his team, but I think it's time for him to get out because he's not going to win anything there. Talking about Charlotte, who is being led by um, the great, Michael Jordan, who was great on the court, but off the court, he's terrible. He dresses <laughs> like a, I don't know what he'd be having going on. Uh, but we go to Charlotte, talk about Kimball Walker, who's 29. Uh, he's looking to get paid right now. Um, where do you think he should go? Man, I would love to see him on a playoff team, but – where he should go and where I think he gonna go, two different things. Where I think, or where I should, well, where I think he will end up. My bad. End up is back in Charlotte. I think he wants that max contract. But him, like from a basketball standpoint, you know, if I was him, I would go to. I would try my best to go to LA. I mean, you want to be on the championship team. You want to be around great players. I mean, you playing with AD and LeBron, and you would your and your fourth option would be Kuzma because you would be a third. But but when it's all said and done, I think he will end up back in Charlotte. I think he wants to get max money. But um um now it would be pressure on quote unquote the goat Michael Jordan, who you know who's a terrible terrible. Terrible. He makes terrible basketball decisions <laughs> off the court, uh, especially with them pants. Cause we ain't, <laughs> bro. We ain't gonna get it all that, bro. Bro, he he be having creases in his jeans, bro. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> I mean, come on. But <laughs> he be having creases in his jeans. But um, but nah. Uh, all, all jokes aside, he needs to put better talent around Kimber Walker. Uh, it's a damn shame what's going on out there in Charlotte. I mean, Kimba, I mean, he's one of the top guards in the game. Um, top five right now. Uh, 
So I mean, he should be. He should definitely, you know, be getting paid. So I think he'll end up back in Charlotte. I want to see him make a run, playoff run, a deep playoff run. But I don't think it'll be with Charlotte. But he's gonna stay with Charlotte, I believe. So um, yeah, they they definitely got to put some more pieces around him. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, before I get into my teams, we're not gonna skip past that you said. Kimba Walker is a top five point guard in the league right now. I, I can't wait for people to be able to comment on this and come back and attack you for that opinion. I'm not gonna go as far as top five because uh, that's that's fluid to me, and I got I got some players out there whose names should be in the top five that some people may not agree with. But we're gonna save that for another time. Uh, but. If we talking about where he should go, mm-hmm. um, I would think the Lakers would be up there as, as one of the teams he should go to. Um, that would be a perfect fit for him. You get Kimball Walker to be your number three option on the Lakers and um, possibly be your number two and LeBron stepping all the way back to your number three. Any way you want to shape it up, that's a perfect fit for him. Um, he would get to chase a championship. Uh, he's actually he's a bucket getter, um, better facilitator than people give him credit for. <coughs> Top five. He's gonna he's gonna compete on defense. He may not be the greatest defender, but he's gonna go out there and compete. Um, <coughs> where five. I where if you don't stop with this top five. <laughs> uh, at five. <coughs> at five. Where, where I think he should go is my my favorite team. Uh, I think <sighs> pairing him up with Luka Doncic. And Porzingis in Dallas would be a perfect fit for him. Um, he wouldn't be the number one option, um, but he would be the best scorer on the team by far. Um, Luca would probably be the number one option, but he would be more of a facilitator. Um, and you've got Porzingis, who coming off that injury um, would be a dominant force. They're trying to uh, let him play in that dirt type role, um, which I think would fit him. But Kimball would be your best scorer. When you got to get the ball to one person in the clutch, of course, he's going to go to Kimball. Um, so those would be two options. I do think he goes back to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those two teams, the Lakers and the Mavericks, would probably be the two best options outside of Charlotte for Kimball Walker, in my opinion. All right, so that's the five right there. Um, mm-hmm. Right before we close this thing out, man, we're going to – uh, talk a little bit just for a few minutes. Talk about the NBA draft coming up. Um, I want you to give me two prospects. I want you to give me your favorite prospect in the class and an underrated guy that a lot of people don't seem to be talking about. So go ahead with your favorite prospect first and then the underrated guy. Uh, okay. Um, obviously, you know, I'm going to go with my favorite guy, uh, John Morant, you know. Uh, when he was playing in the NCAA tournament, I called him the best player in college football. I mean, not football, but basketball, my bad, in, in college basketball. And some people say, oh, Zion not playing and all this. Well, come on. Like, look what he had around him at Murray State. I mean. You're right. I, I agree. I mean, I don't get me wrong. When I went, because I saw him play live when they played Jacksonville State, you know, Alabama, um, he 
the man is just the the talent his talent level and his you know his athleticism is just is special to watch um he's only 20 years old if i'm not mistaken uh his shot is better than what people think it's still you know not there yet but it's better than what people think he's a good defender uh he can get to the rim whenever he wants to he can finish at the rim uh he's strong uh uh, he he's definitely a good passer. Uh, I think he's definitely going to be getting a lot of triple doubles. He's a he's a good uh, he's a good rebounder also. Um, but his ability to just create for others, man, is it, is something special to watch. And he's still got a lot to learn. But uh, you know, but only thing about him that I don't like, he could be a bit turnover prone sometimes. He could do too much. Or, but um, I think, you know, I think he's going to have a long career, a good career. I think he'll be an all-star at some point. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he's my favorite player, like favorite prospect for this draft. And player no one really talking about, even though he was a five-star coming out of high school. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Lewis King from Oregon, uh, 6'9", small forward. Yeah. Um, he didn't really put up outstanding numbers. <laughs> but um, the potential is there. If I'm not mistaken, he averaged 13 or 14. Uh, he was big for for Oregon, and they run in the um, NCAA tournament for the um, for them. And you know, he's six nine. He can defend. He can shoot the three ball. Is uh, he has a long frame, slim kid. I think when he puts on more muscle, more weight. He'll be better at the next level, uh, but he's going to have to get better, you know, dribbling um, and also uh, finishing at the rim. But but in transition, he can do that. He can finish in transition. Um, he can run the floor. Um, he can pretty much – he can pretty much – I'm not going to say do it all because his game still has weaknesses. But he's he's a good – He's a good prospect, long-term prospect. It'll take him a couple of years, but I think he'll figure it out. It all depends on the fit. But I think he'll end up being a, a solid NBA player. He has all the tools. Okay. And... That's not that's not a bad list right there. Um, I think we're on the same page as far as um, our favorite player to watch, um, John Morant. I can't wait to watch him play. Um, but I'm going to go a different route with mine. My favorite player who I can't wait to watch in the NBA. Uh, it's going to take him a, a few years to get settled in. He should have went back to school for another year, in my opinion. Uh, Nasir Little, five-star coming out of high school, um, went to UNC. Actually started started playing the way people expected him to play towards the middle of uh, conference play. Um, towards the conference tournament, he started to pick it up and then had a had a – a decent run in the NCAA tournament. I thought he should have came back to school for a year. Um, sitting behind Cam Johnson and Luke May um, probably stunted his development a little bit, but he felt like he was ready. Um, he's a 6'6 kid, uh, probably around 220, um, perfectly built. Um, athleticism is already there. Saw a back dunk he had against Florida State where he came out of the corner and um, – it was just like, man, if if he can do this right now, once he fine tunes his game, he'll he'll have everything down, and he has the potential to be an all star type player. 
Um, it depends on where he gets drafted and what team drafts him, if they're going to be patient enough with him to let him develop. Um, he has to develop his uh, dribbling skills, has to get better as a passer, um, and definitely has to get work on that three-point shot. Um, but the rebounding, the athleticism, the ability to defend uh, four positions, it's all there for him. He's, he can probably become an elite defender one day, um, but I can't wait to watch his development. As far as an underrated player that nobody seems to be talking about, I'm going to go all the way up to Spokane, Washington, um, and look at a guy named Zach Norvell from Gonzaga, a 6'5 guard um, who can shoot the three ball, can dribble, can facilitate, and can defend. Um, watched him throughout his career and also throughout the NCAA tournament. Um, he was probably um, one of the top two or three players um, when it was all said and done on that squad. Um, if Brandon Perkins needed a breather or if he wanted to play off ball, um, Norvell could set up the offense. Um, if Perkins would create, um, kick it out to Norvell for the three, and he shot it. Um, close to 40%. I think he probably shot it over 40% from the three-point line. Um, and that range is just going to extend with the NBA. That's not going to be a problem for me. He can defend one through three. Um, and he's a 6'5 guard. He can get to the rim and finish. Um, but he's just a hard-nosed kid and one of those guys you want to have on your team. Um, really, really looked like he had a little bit of Michael Red in his game. You didn't see it as much because mm. of the team he played on. Um, with Hachimura and also with Brandon, with Perkins. Um, but I think if he was on a different squad where he was the number two or even the number one option, you would have seen a little bit more from him. But since he was in the role that he was in at Gonzaga, he was perfect, perfect fit, uh, perfect swing man who can shoot the three. So I think he's going to have a long career. And that's one of those guys you get in round two and you just let him play. It's almost something like a Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma came in the late first round. And he was probably the best draft pick that the Lakers had out of that draft, even even out of the young guys, mm-hmm. even with Brandon Ingram included, who came in the year before. Um, so it's it's probably Zach Norvell for me. He was probably the underrated guy that nobody's talking about. Um, so I'm looking forward to it, man. The NBA, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on within the next few weeks, especially with free agency coming up, a lot of changes. A lot of teams making moves, trying to prepare. Mm-hmm. A lot of people trying to chase after the Raptors, man. They got the championship right now. Championship not in the not in the United States anymore. It's up there with Drake <laughs> and the OVO people, man. So so they're gonna try to get it back. But I'm looking forward to it, man. It's it's a lot that's gonna go down in the NBA. Um, looking forward to it as as much as everybody else is, but. Um, I wasn't a big NBA guy at first, but starting to watch it now, I get to appreciate the game more. So it's it's growing on me, and I'm I'm really liking what I'm seeing from it, man. It's yeah. great players, great teams. It's a it's a great era of basketball right now. Don't let anybody tell you, oh well, this this era of basketball is washed down. No, it's not. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is great, man. It's great to watch. So mm-hmm. as a fan of it, I just can't wait to keep watching it. Um, but look. It's this just about all the time we had, man. First episode of Real Sports Talk, me and my boy Corey, man. Stay tuned for this. We got more coming. We're gonna be talking about our favorite sport, which is football, man. Y'all look forward to that. Uh, college football talk coming. Go Gators. Um, all 
24th, man, it's going down. Yes, sir. Uh, we about to dominate. Them. Can't even call them hurricanes no more. They like tropical. <laughs> so, so, yeah, getting ready Love. to dominate that team in Orlando. Uh, and hopefully, start this run towards the SEC championship game, man. I want I want us to be in there with Alabama again. Those are some great times. Bro. So, uh, yeah, man. Court, me... man, let them know how they can follow you, man. Oh yeah, man, follow me. Just enjoy this with two underscores. Uh, you know, follow me. I'll follow you back. You know, depending on if you're not no weird person or the weird <laughs> or a weird profile pic. Uh, but yeah, like like Michael was saying, you know, we just two guys talking sports, man. Go Gators, August twenty fourth. We <laughs> we finna man, woo, <laughs> boy, we boy, we about to. Well, we gonna we gonna we gonna show up. I don't know if they gonna show up, but them Gators gonna show up. Definitely. But uh, but yeah, man. Like like I was saying, just you know, tune in. Yeah, man, y'all go follow him. Like you said, Justin, just enjoy this. Two underscores. Go look him up. If you see a profile picture with Spitter in it, man, that's, <laughs> that's, that's him, man. I told, oh, y'all that, he a, told y'all he a real 504 boy right Oh, now. wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me get one more thing out the way. Let me get one more thing out the way. This, this is it. Go ahead, go ahead. Let me get one more thing out the way. You know, um... If you want to come on a podcast, you know, let one of us know. You know, we'll be happy to put you on. Just let us know. Hit us up. Hit me up or hit Michael up. I already told you my act name. I ain't telling you again. <laughs> but, uh, nah, just to piggyback on what you said, this is the last thing uh, about the eras. Yeah, this is a good era. Don't let nobody tell you about basketball. This watered down. It's a bad era. Nah, this is a good era for ball. A lot of athletes, a lot of skilled players, players from Argentina, from Brazil, fucking everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Man. So exactly. I mean, it's it's a good era of basketball. But oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, y'all stay tuned, man. It's real sports talk. Corey. Y'all go follow him. Just enjoy this two underscores. Follow me if y'all want to. I'm talking sports about ninety nine percent of the time anyway. Mm-hmm. Micah underscore Chapman. Go follow mm-hmm. him on Twitter. Um, we're going to do what we do, man. It's the first one, man. Many more to come, hopefully. Um, like he said, if y'all want to join, just hit us up. We'll try to get y'all on the episodes, man. We're talking about every sport out there, man. We're just going to have fun. We're going to try to vibe and just bring y'all some good content. So for Corey Moore, man, this is Michael Chapman. We signed our first episode. Stay tuned for next time, Real Sports Talk. Man. Yes, sir. R.I.P. Nipsey. R.I.P. Nip, man. <laughs>